0: the podcast. Hi, honeybees. Welcome to another episode of the Sweetest Honey podcast. This is a Quickie with Tiff episode with your host, Tiffany. A is currently working a shift. Not technically their job description, but... COVID has been taking people out left and right. So sometimes when you're in a position of power, you have to improvise a bit. And the way that this particular company is addressing that need, addressing that shortage, is to have people in leadership covering shifts for people who are public-facing assets to this company So they're covering shifts facing the public and I'm really terrified of getting COVID. So yeah, that's, that's what's up. I'm not sure exactly when the last episode of the Sweetest Honey podcast was recorded. If I'm honest, and I will be honest, there will be a lot of honesty in this episode. I want to catch you up. I want to inform you. I want to let you know what's been going on and why we have not been podcasting lately. Mental health is so important. I just want to start off and saying, by saying that. Mental health is so important. Your mental health is more important than anything else, I promise you. Because guess what, if your mental health takes a nosedive, that thing you've been stressing about, that deadline you've been obsessing about, it's not gonna make much of a difference if Your body shuts down because your mind has shut down because you have not rested the way that you need to. Now, I won't say that's exactly what's happened here. And I'm not going to speak on A's behalf either. There will be a time when we can get together and sit down to record this podcast and they can tell you about their own experience and their own thoughts and their own ideas. I will make some wee statements, but only ones that I am absolutely sure of. But besides that, I'm not going to speak for A. A can speak for themselves. It's been a while. The last couple of months of last year were very difficult, especially December. COVID numbers in our state, our city, our neighborhoods, our communities are on the rise again. Disappointed, but not surprised. And people are still going on like life is normal. And I guess this is our new normal, but we're not doing a good job of not making it the norm for the next five years. Has anybody else done any research on like the bubonic plague and how long it took for all of that stuff to like end and stuff like that? Because y'all know it was like several years, not just like eight months, right? Okay. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have the answers to that. As a matter of fact, I don't do New Year's resolutions, but at this point in my life, one thing that I am really looking forward to mastering is the skill, the talent, the ability to stop trying to figure out why other people behave the way that they do. I'm never going to understand it. If you don't think like me, I'm I don't know I could empathize to an extent I mean I wouldn't want my personal liberties to be taken away but I care about other people y'all those vaccination shots were painful and uncomfy and I did not have the best side effects especially to that booster oh my goodness gracious it was not a good time but if you're listening to this podcast I care about you and I don't want you to get sick I don't want you to die I want your kids to be safe. I want your moms and dads and parents and aunts and uncles and everybody that you know to be safe and alive and well. That's why I did it. I also wanted to keep myself safe, but I also think about other people. That's just me, though. I can't think about what everybody else is doing or why. So let's get into it. I wonder if there are some people listening to this right now who are frustrated because when I asked a couple of months ago, what the honeybees wanted to hear, if you liked like to have the quickies with Tiff or if you preferred the episodes with both A and I, the majority of the responses were that you wanted to hear both A and I, I did my best to honor that. But again, if you need two people to do something, both people have to be up for that task. And we're operating on diminished capacity right now both of us are in a period of depression and i'll get into a little bit more of that in a minute but the way that depression manifests for me and the way that depression manifests for a is very different it's very different a has a more quiet and internal approach they like quiet times. They like to not have so many responsibilities to think of. They want to relax. They want to melt away. I dive into projects. I dive into productivity, hyperproductivity sometimes, and yes, to my detriment sometimes. That's the great thing about the fact that it manifests that way. A lot of that energy can just be stuffed into plant care Or taking care of the animals, taking care of my spouse, loving all my friends and other people. So when I'm extra sad, I get extra lovey to other people because I need to feel love in that time. I don't want to feel shit. And my way is not a better or worse way. And their way is not a better or worse way. It just is what it is. So when it comes to this podcast... A's way will not always allow them to show up. My way does not always allow me to show up because I can go and go and go and go and go until four o'clock in the morning, five o'clock in the morning. And then I go to sleep. And then we switch shifts because they're awake and they're up and getting things ready. So it's just been a rough season for us both. Their birthday was in December. And on their birthday, we were able to have a really magical, wonderful experience. We went to a state park in Alabama that has the highest naturally occurring point in the state. I was really looking forward to the gorgeous views, the movement. Being grounded in nature does wonders for us both. When we got there, it was so foggy that you could barely see three feet ahead of you. It was windy, it was rainy, and it was cold as fuck. I was pleading with the universe, please, 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 please let the fog clear up. Please let the fog clear up. Cause I just mentioned it's the highest point in the state. What does that mean? Views. We want to be able to look out. We want to be able to look down. We want to see the expanse of all of the land around this really tall point. Of course, I was pleading, (laughs) pleading with the universe for us to be able to see this, especially on their special day. This was our first time at this place. We'd been talking about this hike for months. And eventually, you could see the fog move. I mean, like you could watch it in front of you. It was like a cloud right in front of your face and you could watch it go over the hill. You'd watch it go over the mountains. And by the time we got to the peak, the rain stopped. It was still cold as shit, but the rain stopped and the fog had cleared. So we were able to have this gorgeous view and it was perfect. And even getting to the view took some time. Maybe we'll tell you that story together sometime. But it was gorgeous and beautiful and wonderful. Another really gorgeous thing that happened in... December was we were able to go and visit a couple of our friends that we haven't seen in a couple years because hello, there's a fucking global pandemic happening right now and they live out of state and we didn't know if it was safe or not. One of our friends has a parent who's had major surgeries in the last couple of years up to a couple of months ago. We would never risk even potentially bringing her something that she might pass on to her parent. Never. He's okay, by the way, and I'm very grateful that he is. We all are. It was scary there for a while. We had this gorgeous three-day, two-night stay with our very best friends who made the most sweet, precious accommodations for us. In their really sweet guest bedroom, we went to a Christmas market. We ate good food, we laughed, we hugged, we walked around in the woods, we shared our hearts with one another, and I've got chills thinking about it now. It was heart-filling to be there with them. Then we got back home, it was a chill time. That happened before A's birthday. So on A's birthday, we gotten up at 4.30 in the morning so that we could make it to the state park by seven with time to spare just in case it was icy or life. You never know. We got there on time. It was a gorgeous drive. We had a beautiful hike. When it was time to go back home because I'd asked A's mom if she would be willing to come by and let our puppies out to use the bathroom and she was willing We also do the same for them when they leave and that's the first time that we've ever asked for that to happen for us. We called on the way back home, tuckered out cold, eating some snacks in the car to refuel our bodies. And she mentioned that a friend of ours came with her. We weren't asked, but we were just told that this thing had already happened. Now we love this friend. This friend has been in our home many times. Not a problem. But this friend had recently been traveling for work. The quarantine time that I would have felt comfortable with had not yet been met yet. Not even half that time. I mean, it was very fresh. And with that information, I was like, "Uh uh-oh. What did you touch? Where did you go in the house when you were there? Mind you, I had been up birthday eve around 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night to make sure everything was clean and sanitized for A's mom. Because she's old. My father-in-law is old and sickly. We wanted to be sure that there was no possibility that that could have happened. And what she chooses to do in her time is her business. However, this was my business. At home, we get to call the shots. At home, I get to decide who comes through the threshold, who comes in and who doesn't. And we didn't have the opportunity to have a say-so in this point, And it could have really impacted our health. I felt really weird having to ask my friend, you know, where did you go in the house? What all did you touch when you were in there? Because I'm sure it didn't really sound that nice. But at the same time, that was a problem. We hadn't had that conversation. We hadn't had discourse about that. So I was vindicated because I had a feeling for some time a couple days later friend's husband tested positive for COVID Omicron variant. We later found out quite anxiety inducing. I'm sure you could imagine. And you guys know me, you know that this was stressful. This felt like, Oh my gosh, like what a horrible thing to say to somebody, even though it was very respectful, it was just very direct. It was very anxiety inducing, but it was vindicating to hear about that diagnosis. Despite the fact that we felt terribly that they were sick, that he was sick, but it was what it was. We didn't want the possible sickness in the house. So Christmas Eve rolls around, A goes, spends the day with their family, and we've been having some weird family dynamics go on this year as well. And this time, it's a lot of weird stuff and it's hitting pretty close to home, but They go and they enjoy Christmas Eve dinner with family, and all is okay. That night, they come home, get in the shower, and by the time they get out of the shower, I'm pretty sure that we need to go to the vet. Poppy, our little white dog, the little Shih Tzu, Poppy that we had with Lolly. Yes, lollipop. that is the joke. Because they were a little set, and they were old and toothless. We thought it was very appropriate, it's still fitting. Poppy was acting weird. Poppy had been having trouble breathing. Poppy ran into the room that I was in, eyes bulged, and he was really struggling. And the only way that he could find relief was to lay flat on his back, which he already did anyway, so that wasn't weird. But do you guys remember being in high school when we were going through the CPR portion of our health classes and we had the dummies that were on the floor and you remember how important it was to really open up that airway. So you had to tilt that dummy's head back at an insane angle. (laughs) That was the only way that Poppy could seem to get air into his lungs. So on Christmas Eve, around 11, We took him to an emergency vet, and at about 3.30 on Christmas morning, Poppy passed away. And that has been so difficult for the both of us. We lost Lolly in January due to complications with heart failure and Poppy's death was also related to complications of heart failure. It made me feel really good that when he was stressed that he came to me for comfort. It made me feel really good that he, I was able to comfort him. I held him the entire time. I held him as he passed. I held him in the car. And that's been really hard That's been really, really hard. It's guys, it's so quiet in the house. It's weird um, just having two dogs. It's been so long since we've had two dogs. We got Lolly and Poppy the day after my 27th birthday in 2019, I do believe. And they were old, y'all. I mean, even the rescue, <laughs> the person that was coordinating the adoption through the rescue had even kind of been like, okay, so like, we don't know how long they are gonna make it. So do y'all just want to like do like a BOGO situation with the adoption fees because um they can make it through like the tomorrow, maybe. They were so small and skinny, but they were so full of life at the same time i mean they were so sassy and watching them come out of their shells and be bossy and be demanding and be animated and playful was just it was wonderful it was really wonderful and i really am grateful for the experience to have been able to love those puppies for so long so we love Lolly for about two and a half years and we love Poppy for about three. So needless to say, that has done wonders for the depression feelings in the household. Um, it's just weird. The energy is different. And of course, you guys know me well enough at this point to know, what does Tiff do when she's stressed out? Rearrange things and decorate things and make them pretty. So that's what I did. So keep an eye out on Instagram or maybe even on the website. Maybe I'll make a little blog post just about the things that I've changed around and how things just look a bit different than they did before. Because that seems to be a strange self-soothing behavior that I'm very grateful my spouse does not get super stressed out by because it happens pretty often. They have set the boundary that I am not to bother their office. And I wouldn't, it's not my space. (laughs) I don't even spend much time in there. Like unless I'm opening the blinds or closing the blinds for the plants. You know, besides the whole figuring out everything that was going to go in it, picking out a paint color and all of the decorations. But like, besides that, it's all done. It's all done. So guys, it's been rough. It's been hard. Life is just difficult right now. I heard you when you said that you wanted two episodes with two hosts I heard you in the future I will honor that as best as I can but I want to share this with you my goal for this year is to publish 52 episodes 52 episodes this one almost did not get recorded I was like I can't not Record the, I can't fuck up on the very first attempt at the 52. 52 is not that much. And then, like in June, when it's like half that amount, I'm going to be like, we can knock this out of the park. Not a big deal. I have to make the time to do this. I care about this platform. I love being able to do this podcast. We're going for the 52. Keep me accountable, y'all. Email info at sweetesthoney.love, DM love on Instagram. Send some words of encouragement. I really like that. I'm always asking for participation. I don't know how y'all want to participate. We'll figure it out. I hope that we find a nice little balance between what I do and what my role is and what you do and what your role is. And A, of course, as they do, will float somewhere in the in-between right there with us. So guys, I don't do New Year's resolutions. The only resolution I have is to be less of a piece of shit than I was yesterday, to learn from the mistakes that I made yesterday and from other people's mistakes of yesterday and try not to repeat them tomorrow. Try not to repeat them today. That's all I got. That's it. That's all that any of us have. It's okay to not set resolutions. How do you feel about resolutions? Do you love resolutions? Do you love the turn of a calendar page onto a new beginning and a new start? Are you a romantic optimist? Are you a cynical pessimist? Are you just kind of a realist, just chilling in the in-between because you understand that that's how everything just exists on this plane. That's where I am, and there's plenty of room here. <laughs> I love this platform. We love this platform. And at some point, A will be back. A will be back to share stories and not laugh at my jokes and to make other observations that they find to be hilarious that I don't think are funny. But that is just the nature of how we do what we do they'll be back. But like I said, right now they are working a shift because that is capitalism. <laughs> it's running rampant. I don't understand how more people don't understand what's going on. <sighs> but yeah, guys. I I don't know. I don't know what the future is going to hold. I don't I don't know. I don't know. But what I do know is that I love this podcast. I love this community. I love Our honeybees. I know that I want to start to share more creative things that I'm doing. And that's going to feel so vulnerable and so uncomfy. And I'm going to feel so naked and so weird. I love to sing. I also make music. And that's not something that I share with anyone. I have shared music that I have made with my spouse and my brother, and that's it. And so like the thought of like opening up and sharing that, letting you see me or hear me do these things, leaving it up to criticism and ridicule, like, oh, so gross. I'm also a writer. I write with a pen and paper, with a keyboard and a monitor. I'm working on a couple of books concurrently y'all I'm telling y'all neurodivergence when you can figure out your brand and what it means for you neurodivergence is a superpower I'm telling you if you can't pay attention to one thing you're doing a lot of things aren't you I'm just saying I'm just saying That feels like a good stopping point for this episode. I wanted to touch base. Hi, I love you. No, we haven't forgotten about you. Yes, the podcast is still here. Yes, we care about you. Yes, the website's still up. Yes, we're still on Podbean. Yes, I'm still paying for all of the things, all of the hosting, all of the domains, honey. Yes, I am. Okay, all of it. And we're going for 52. And I might need a little bit of help. I might need some inspiration. I might need some collaboration. I might need some Q and A's, okay? So when I ask a question or if there's a call to action, it will help me make this a better platform when I have your input because our voices to your ears, it's kind of like a beneficial relationship. I'm going to look at metrics. I'm going to see what you like. I'm going to see what you don't like. I'll see what was listened to the most and what wasn't. I read and always consider the input that you guys provide, always. So please keep doing it. And if you have any other ideas, share them. DM on Instagram, send me an email, send us a text message, 205-202-0511. You can leave a voice note too if you'd like. You can leave a video note, you can leave a voice note, any of those ways that you'd like to. I just want to connect, I want to make sure That you're hearing what you want to hear. We love you, honeybees. Thank you for being here. Happy New Year. New New Year. It's 2022. We'll see what happens. Yeah, that feels right. Just uncomfortable ambivalence, you know. (laughs) We love you. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. Drink water schedule the therapy appointment you've been putting off i know it sucks i just did it too do it you can do it bye